0: is B. And this is Elle. And this is episode 28 of season two of Not Your Girlfriend's podcast. First, we want to thank all our day one listeners and welcome to all our new listeners. Remember to subscribe,
1: rate and review. Tell your friends, take a screenshot of you listening to the pod and put it on your story and we'll repost it on our Instagram and you'll be entered into a weekly lottery to win a free Not Your Girlfriend's podcast sticker.
0: And of course, give us a follow on Twitter. And if you DM us, you'll also get a free Not Your Girlfriend sticker. And also check us out on Instagram and Patreon. We're excited to share our new sponsor of the podcast, a dating app called bounce is a new dating app currently in beta in new york city where you live match with someone and go on a date with them either that night or the next night
1: it's live for 15 minutes so make sure you know the next
0: bounce time we love this app prompting people to go out there and go on dates in real life it's perfect for someone who's new to online dating and doesn't want to chat for a week before being ghosted as we've all been there
1: use our podcast code gf pod when you sign up and get your first bounce date drinks free
0: link on our website. Without further ado, we're excited to introduce our guest of the podcast this week, Mike Schubert from Potterless. Mike, you want to introduce yourself?
2: Hi, my name is Mike Schubert. I am the host, editor, creator of Potterless, The Journey of a Grown Man, me reading the Harry Potter series for the very first time. Uh, Every episode, I go through a couple chapters of the books, and my guest is always a Harry Potter expert, and making my way through uh, all the books as a a grown boy. Uh, Harry
1: Potter (laughs) expert. I'd like to think that we're Harry Potter experts. I'd like to think we are, too, just based on the sheer. Number of times that we've read the book, reread. How many (laughs) times
2: have you reread them?
0: Countless. Okay. Each one. I would
1: say each one, at least five or six, although. As noted in one of your recent episodes, I also did not read The Seventh more than once. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. Maybe it's just because everything was resolved, so I didn't feel the need to. Yeah.
0: Like, I guess you weren't waiting for anything, really. That right. That's a reread for fun. And I read The Seventh book literally in one day. We went to the
1: midnight release of the oh, books yeah. at the Barnes & Nobles in our hometown. Borders, or, back in the day. Oh, Borders. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. It's now at Barnes and & Nobles. And I remember literally getting home, starting the book, and reading it for like 12 straight hours until I got to the end.
0: Before we get into the Harry Potter things, uh, Mike, you want to tell us your age, relationship status, and city you currently live in?
2: I'm 26 years old. I am, in, I guess, eight. Uh, what are it's always weird because I want to do, like, I'm not married, but I'm not single. And You're, I'm in You're in a relationship. You're in a
1: situationship. Cool.
2: I am, no, I'm in a very committed relationship. <laughs> oh, it's an, relationship.
1: an actual relationship. Yeah, Amazing. It's a
2: very committed relationship. <laughs> Even is, better. Like, ready for the the big step in a, in due time. So, okay. Yeah. And I'm living in New York City in cool. Manhattan.
1: Okay, awesome. How long have you been in your current relationship?
2: It's one of those weird, like, when did we start things, but basically, like, three years.
1: Okay, cool. Were you ever on apps before that?
2: I was not, so I just, I don't know, I I graduated from college in 2014, so I feel like by the time my sophomore year was going around was when Tinder was, like, really starting to become a big thing. Yeah, sounds about right. And I was just, like, I was in a committed relationship for, like, my first three years of college, and then I had, like, a very stupid bad boy phase. Um, Uh, and then, like six months after that I was in another one And so I just kind of like Missed the whole need for Tinder or Bumble Or Coffee Meets Bagel or whatever Lucky oh, oh, you Yeah <laughs> very That's fortunate
0: literally our entire podcast Is talking about <laughs> Those problems Yeah
2: Cool well Thanks uh, for having me on I'll see you guys later
0: okay. <laughs> So you just got back from PodCon. Can you I did.
2: tell us a little about that? Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I went with my audio Collective multitude, um, which is like our little kind of like indie network of podcasts. And it was really good. got to meet a lot of really cool people, got to see a bunch of people that I've already met from various other podcasting conventions. Um, ran a couple panels, which was really cool. We had two live shows. So
0: awesome.
2: It was super fun. And I used to live in Seattle, so it was really great to go back there and see some old friends and enjoy the city. So yeah. it was nice.
0: So where did you go to school?
2: I I went to, to yeah, I went to Rice University in Houston, Texas. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Cool.
1: Okay. So we're so curious. What prompted you to start reading Harry Potter at the ripe age of 24. 24? <laughs> uh, so it
2: was, it was a couple different things that led into it. So I, before this, I was like super into Vine. Um, and at the time I was living in Oakland and one of my buddies, Was my like one of my best friends in the city was a fellow viner, and we would hang out with each other's friends or parties or whatever. Are you vine famous? Yeah, Uh, I have like 15,000 followers.
1: Oh, like
2: like medium, Um, just like
1: a super low key (laughs) vine famous.
2: I mean, definitely not like a big one. I wasn't doing like Badoo ads. Listen, Um,
1: I thought I was famous when I'd get like a hundred views on a vine. I
2: think
1: we're famous right now. (laughs) I've made (laughs) it
0: that's
2: the way to do it. Act like you're like always been puzzling up. Um, so we, I started a podcast called gone in six seconds because I just wanted to prove to people like meeting people on vine is not that weird. It's just unconventional. Um, and my justification was always, like, people would be like, oh, you know Danny from Vine? That's weird. And I'd be like, you met your boyfriend from Tinder. That's way weirder.
1: Oh, true. Yes,
2: <laughs> so, that, that was the whole point of the podcast. And it was good, but it was trying to prove to people, like, hey, it's, it's normal to, you know, it's just new to meet people that way. And basically, the only people that listened were people who already used Vine. So yeah, didn't I was really like, when did this job. come out? It like, was, like, uh, I guess, like, 2014,
0: 2015. Wow. I didn't um,
2: even know podcasts existed back then. <laughs> they definitely were, like, they definitely weren't as big of a thing. But, yeah, so I did that show for, like, a year, and then it didn't, like, do its job. Right. Um, so I wanted to do another podcast, and I was trying to think of subjects that, like, everyone could get behind. So it was, like, the right. first thing I thought of, I was like, what's something that everybody really likes? And my first thought was like, oh, well, everybody's like Harry Potter. And I was like, ah, eh, but I haven't read it. And then I thought, oh, wait, that's the podcast.
1: That's perfect. So I had yeah. that
2: idea, and then I just kind of sat on it until I met my now-girlfriend, Kelly, when I was living in Paris. I was there for work. She was there for a study abroad. Mm-hmm. um as part of our architecture program and She when before we started dating, when I was trying to you know woo her, impress her, etc. She she let it slip or mentioned one time that she was really into Harry Potter, and I was like, oh, if I actually do this (laughs) podcast idea, I'll have an excuse to read Harry Potter and keep talking to her because my my last month of my six months was her first month of being there for six months, so I knew that we were going to be gone separated by continents for five months. So I was trying to think of like I need some way to keep talking to this girl just in case. You know, nothing really sticks in our very limited time here. And thankfully it did. Um, and, but then we kept talking about Harry Potter anyway. And then I made the show and now it's um, big. <laughs> so it's, it's cool. Oh yeah. So That's crazy. Happy.
0: I meet mean, yeah. so many people, guys, like our age in their 20s mm-hmm. who haven't read Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it's kind of like an automatic swipe left. <laughs> no, I mean,
2: I, I understand, it, especially because they're not hard to read. Like if yeah. I wasn't doing the podcast where I specifically have to like stop at after every you know, one or two chapters, depending on what I'm doing. I would just be plowing through these. Like they're kids books. Like yeah. the first, the first pair sure. definitely kids books. Yeah. four and five are more like young adult, kidsy, and then six and seven are a little more mm-hmm. older. But still, like you can plow through those books in no time, or get an audiobook. So
0: yeah, me, me and L were like, uh, she was like, "How does it take him two years to read Harry Potter?" Like, <laughs> well, week. Give us a week <laughs> with <laughs> no <laughs> people and like seamless, and I'm, we can
2: finish it. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, but you know, in the podcast right. interest, I take right. my time. I can you know schedule guests, and I'm always trying to do different people, I get to meet new people and stuff, so. No,
0: it's a really, really, I, I discovered the podcast personally, when I reached out to you on Twitter, Mm -hmm. Uh, I was just looking for other podcasts in the comedy uh, genre on Mm -hmm. Spotify. Oh, yeah. And you guys were one of the top ones, and I was like, I like Harry Potter, I've never heard of this, Mm -hmm. let me listen to a recent episode. I think it's also a thing that people who have podcasts or are avid podcast listeners, Mm -hmm. the rookie mistake is go to episode one. You want to start with the most recent, see what the flavor is like, and the development. That's,
2: that's what I definitely do, it depends on the show because if you're doing mm-hmm. like a like a scripted show that has a, a plot like an right. audio drama you want to start from the beginning but what right. I'll still do with any show is like listen to the most recent one and then be like oh it gets better or yeah. like this is where it's at yeah. now and then go back because Potter is like I had a crappy microphone before and I didn't I had no idea what like audio editing was and yeah. like the show gets much better as it goes on
1: yeah. with any we've, like, yeah, we've gone yep. through the same transformation Ooh. like our first mics were maybe like 30 bucks each yep. and we were just like in B's attic like shooting the shit and mm. Telling our most yeah. recent
0: dating horror stories. Yeah, every like podcast. A gets long way. Yeah. yeah. So I discovered that and I listened to it in an episode. I think you were you were still on your in half lip prints at that time. Okay. So yeah. it's pretty recent. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is this guy's fucking hilarious. Like I did I I, I, <laughs> I didn't think I would get anything out of it having already read Harry Potter so thoroughly sure. and then knowing what happens and then also hearing someone's fresh perspective. But mm-hmm. it's also fun to kind of hear you talk about it in a way of like you've grown into a fan sure like oh yeah like a, a I was critical. way
2: snarkier in the beginning yeah. episodes and it's, it's cool because you get to see a lot of things like you first get to see me go from being like oh whatever to being like obsessed with them yeah. you get to see someone somewhat like reliving the, the experience of reading it for the first time Yeah. but then also it's not a kid reading it it's like a grown adult being like these teenagers are making poor decisions yeah. like, oh, where no.
1: are the parents yeah. yeah
2: but like I have to like step back because I'll be like especially in the fifth book when Harry's really angsty I'm like gosh why is he doing this so stupid but like we all make mistakes at 15 like i had a bowl cut for four years like we've oh all been there i love to see those photos. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're on they're on sort of media <laughs> they're, <somewhere>. on. they're <laughs> around <laughs>
0: okay that brings us to our first or second question okay. which is uh favorite harry potter book so far i know you're oh, yeah you yeah. started the, the seventh yeah. right now yes yeah. i'm almost done with
2: it but i don't think it's going to top six six was just really perfect
0: for me. Mm. yeah
2: i just really enjoyed the pacing of it, it was like the perfect length, no chapter was out of place. Mm. There I feel like in all the other books, it's like you read a chapter and you're like, we didn't need that. Like that was way too long. I feel like six was just all the right amount of stuff. And really what sold it for me is Jenny Weasley is so wonderfully sassy. In oh yeah. Oh she messed blossoms. Really awesome. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely live for it. So it was good and it was action-packed. And it was one of the first ones where I didn't know exactly what was happening. Because right. before I started the podcast, I had seen like the first four movies and part of five, but didn't really remember. Like the details, but going into six, I was basically blind. So I think that helped. But I just think it's so well written. It's so good. (laughs) Half
1: blood prince is my favorite too. Really? Because I love Harry's like dark angstiness and Mm -hmm. I love him like experimenting with dark magic. Yeah. And that's like like, fifth, no? But the um Fifth
2: is more of like angstiness from like PTSD, and then sixth is more angstiness of like, ooh, I can do these evil spells. Yeah, the potion-spoken, Right, exactly. The dark
1: magic that's in there Mm -hmm. and him like just playing with it and then doing really horrible things as a result of not really knowing what yeah. he's getting into he almost murders
2: Malfoy
0: yeah
1: <laughs> whatever
2: uh, <laughs> small I, potatoes
0: yeah, B what's your favorite book uh Order of Phoenix hands down mm-hmm. I, I love an, I love an angsty Harry mm-hmm. I love like, yeah. I love an angsty guy like sad boy so is like, I mean, my time. Uh, hashtag sad boy <laughs> sad boy Harry I'm like yes do me
2: <laughs> but when you grow up, then because you're right,
0: I mean, I think. I- of reading, it was consensual for sure. Huffler. Yeah, then you're yeah he would consented. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Right? <laughs> He's into minorities. I mean, look at Cho Chang. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Very Different true. type, but <laughs> similar. Um, Okay. Also, interesting question. We're mm-hmm. dying to ask you: Gryffindor, Slytherin, Ravenclaw, or Hufflepuff?
2: I am a Gryffindor, and I'm like super duper Gryffindor. You're in
0: Gryffindor colors right now.
2: Oh yeah, I guess <laughs> I am. Uh, not not planned, but <laughs> yeah. So I thought I thought before I started everything that I was going to be a Hufflepuff, and then I've told story before, but I think it's very good. I was doing the the Pottermore quiz and the old Pottermore quiz, not the new one where they give you like 10 random questions. The old one, when it first came out, it would ask you a question and then there'd be a follow up question. And the basic structure was like the first question narrowed it down from four houses to two. And then the follow up question narrowed it down from two to one. So the first one was like, if someone was in danger would you help them and the Gryffindor answer was like yes of course no questions so I picked that um, but still thought that was like Hufflepuffy. Right. and then the next question was like, if you help them would you want people to know about it and I was like mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like okay so I'm like a good guy but like a little bit of ass. asshole like,
0: yeah. like give
2: money to homeless person then post on Facebook Yeah, I, I wouldn't go like that far but it'll, you know I, I just enjoy you know being recognized for things that you do right. you know whether it's like obviously not with like Charity, (laughs) but like it's cool that you know the the podcast has done well. Like I would be happy with it just. You Know on you know, the success of like, look, I made a good thing, but it's nice when you post like anything yeah. when you post yeah. something somewhere, and a lot of people click like on any social media or reply to you or do whatever. It's a good feeling, it oh, is yeah. a good
1: feeling. we feel pretty damn good when we look at our
0: analytics and we're like,
1: all of you people, yeah. how did you find us? How,
0: we have a massive guerrilla marketing scheme where we have stickers and <laughs> so we just Ooh. post them all over the city, do what Subway you gotta do, stops everything. We
1: tell, well, it's just, just tell all the random people yeah. that we meet, bartenders yeah. and baristas, and every random person we chat with because mm-hmm. we can't really plug it so much as ourselves the, being that we're anonymous. The
0: craziest sure. thing happened to me last weekend though. I was out and it was a, a bad date mm-hmm. and at the end of the day I was hanging out with the bouncer girl and she had her friends hanging out with her and I'm like waiting for my Uber because mm-hmm. it's freezing and I was like, here, have some stickers, I'm on this podcast and one of the girls was like, oh my god, I listen to this podcast. Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, no way, I'm D, I'm D. Uh, <laughs> you
2: broke the ID. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing.
0: But it was like, we never got recognized in real life and how can we because we're anonymous True. And it's so funny because literally the episode before that,
1: we talked about like, if we're out and about and like one of our listeners could recognize our voice or something, like here's you ordering an Americano yeah. like, at a coffee shop and like fantasizing about what it'd be like <laughs> Don't worry, it'll, to it'll,
2: it'll be hard no, for okay. them just to go purely on voice. But no, your, your anonymity on lockdown. Yeah. Sure.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Because well,
2: when you guys reached out to me, I feel like in the, the time between when you reached out to me and then now you've like been more locked down because I feel like somehow when I first got... I was like anonymous podcast going to their apartment I was like let me make sure these are people so I think I like was able to find your Instagrams yeah I sent
0: you our Instagram okay that
2: was it okay cool I was like because I remember being like yeah and then I was like oh I should look up what they look like so I could like recognize them or whatever and then like the second time I was like I can't find them I was like good on them they're doing very well (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> nothing's changed uh, but actually on Harry Potter quizzes <clears> before Pottermore even came out I was masked Harry Potter nerd and I researched this quiz that was literally an hour long a psychology quiz what? and you know like when you take a quiz it's based on one to five or one to ten scale sure. and the questions were not leading it's like what's your favorite animal snake like it felt like that yeah <laughs> congratulations red yellow blue and green yeah and after an hour it, it I actually got slither number one but what? by two points Gryffindor. Oh. So I think those houses are really similar in general. I think it's yeah. just more about if you're more kind of ma- I don't know like, use the word manipulative, but I mean, maybe it, it could like be like a self-selection. Self, yeah, yeah. it like, like, yeah, self- I don't know Affirmative
1: I mean yeah It's and like it's confirmation like an, bias Kind of thing yeah. yeah Kind of the same principle Under which like Harry Was first sorted into mm-hmm. Slytherin And then like wanted to be Gryffindor But like I'm sure he had Kind of traits that Fit into both of those Which is why ultimately He was able to kind of Pick between the two yeah. I a
0: spoiler comment I will say just yeah, note.
2: Yeah. But there, there is a new version of because now the way Pottermore does it, you get like ten random questions, but there's more than ten that you can get. So if you take the quiz, it's never the same twice. Someone has like taken every single question, and then they know what answers apply to what. And now you can do one if, if you just Google for it. it it'll but it gives you like percentage quiz. breaks down. It gives you like percentage breakdowns right. of what each house you go in. I really want
0: to find this quiz and send it
2: to you. you oh, the one that you did like originally. Yeah, long, no, the long one. I am down. I'll do it. <laughs> I it'll will scour the research. internet for it. What is <laughs> it?
1: Do you remember that like scholastic website <gasps> that had that Harry Potter trivia? No
0: I tried looking for it and I couldn't really? find it. Oh, no. Maybe that I'm searching the good. wrong like If no one told you about this, I would no love to be the first people to tell it you. You are. Me and used to do this when we were kids. Yeah. Okay. And Scholastic Sol- had a uh, Harry Potter bit on their website mm-hmm. and you can just do a quiz for as long as you can okay. about Harry Potter trivia. Uh-huh. And you're thinking, okay, I know Harry Potter trivia. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. It's literally like, what did Ludo Bagman say in this scene at that point? Oh, I know that. It was, <laughs> yeah,
1: it was good trivia. And I mean, was, we, we had like done so many other like Harry Potter trivia, and it's like, what's Harry's owl's name? Yeah. And we're just like, oh, this is mm-hmm. bullshit.
0: This is not your mother's BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, tell you? yeah. Let me but the
1: Scholastic one was okay. amazing.
0: We get lost in it for hours. That's like Awesome, that too. so good. If oh, we find it, still yeah. Says, yeah, please. And twelve listeners, we going to be a Harry Potter content episode. Sorry, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not sorry. Yeah, but let's get into relationships. Ooh, why not that. Harry yeah. Potter relationships?
2: Good on brand.
0: Okay, so we're gonna ask first favorite Harry Potter. Couple or coupling you've experienced so far?
2: Yeah, of the couple that like actually is together, that I think is the best. I think Harry and Ginny is just perfect because mm-hmm. she's like the only person besides Hermione, but she even does it more so than Hermione does. She's the only person actually like just stands up to Harry and doesn't put up with his bullshit. Oh yeah, and she is the perfect foil for him, and they bounce off each other well. They're both very snarky and witty. I think that they're a very good fit. I think they make sense. I like that she's like a strong, powerful woman. Yeah, uh, it's good. Whereas the whole Cho Chang thing. Never Made any sense, especially because Harry's only justification for ever liking her was just because she was pretty, and yeah, that was like the it. only that's factor true. he ever liked, yeah. which is a very, like, f- you know, fourth grade, whatever, grade great right. in right. type of oh. thing to do. I so. hate
1: JJ, yeah. I mean, and then it's she's like, not and then it's like post Cedric's death, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like you wonder if he actually still genuinely likes her or if he's continuing because she's got all this baggage right. and he feels a little bit responsible. He was there at Cedric's death, totally. and like.
0: I don't know, it's a, it's a very, like, messy... I think he just wanted to bang her, and then like, <laughs> he realized there was a lot of, like, heavy shit, he was yeah. like, no. It's like, yeah. you, you, you're you talking to a hot girl, and you realize she's crazy, you're like, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> this makes sense.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Harry's she's emotional, what? It's like, she's going through a lot, Harry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think Harry and Junie is really good. In terms of a relationship that I want to happen, that I don't know if it happens yet, because yeah. the book is not ended, I really want, I don't think it's a thing, but I want it to be a thing, is Neville and Luna. I think that's what we yes, yeah. yes. I think yes. it's like they have... Hang out together a lot, and they're on. They're together when they're, whether they're on the train or like they were in the ministry and stuff. And they're like the two people from. Dumb, they're like the two people from Dumbledore's army that stuck with it all the way through, and they kind of always stuck together. And they were more of like the outcasty yeah, type. Yeah, yeah.
0: But, but they're, they're the two outcasts. But doesn't mean they're compatible. No, right? but I think they are
2: just in that. Like, Luna's the type of person to stand up for anyone. And I think Neville's the type of person that needs someone to stand up for him or, like, give him a little push. Yeah. And I think that Luna is especially good at – she embraces her own weirdness mm-hmm. and would en- ha- would encourage someone to embrace who they are. And I think Neville's the kind of guy, at least what I've learned in the book so far, who would be, like, ashamed of things. And I think Luna is perfect for him to be like, no, it's okay. Like, be yourself. It's fine, Neville.
0: I think Neville would also, like – of reassurance and like want to be loved unconditionally and also want to be seen being loved Or sure. I think he's a little embarrassed by Luna and her like craziness as mm-hmm. is everyone a bit so I can't really I don't know I can't really see them together hmm. it's fine I think there's an it's interesting
1: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I think that there is an interesting <laughs> codependence between them but like mm-hmm. I don't know it's hard to say like it like if it had if it goes in a romantic direction I could say maybe I could understand it if it didn't I could say I could understand it Um I'm trying very hard here not and to so mean,
2: yeah, I mean also this we is like, not what? the end of the world spoiler we were like this is not gonna be hard he's already a book
0: seven right yeah. like and then we were like wait so much shit in the out. last
2: 100 <laughs> yeah the, the second movie is only like 100 pages yeah. which is nothing yeah. but so much it's just dense
0: yeah so uh, we wanna bring up Draco Pansy. Ooh. That's oh, interesting.
2: Wow. I don't I don't like racists, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't care for either of them. <laughs>
0: but it's uh, we were talking before Al about how Pansy's very kind of submissive to Draco. Right. And it seems like, yeah, obviously like
1: Draco is like the dominant person in that Dynamic relationship Whatever the hell it is Mm -hmm. Um, And that Pansy Kind of seems to be Like clinging on to him And Like what are your thoughts On that dynamic Having read it more recently Yeah
2: I I get it She's the kind of person I don't know. She's the kind of person who like wouldn't say an insult, but like after someone says an insult, she'd be like, yeah, yeah, or like do something where she doesn't actually contribute. So I could get her being, I don't know, like not like a hype man. Cause that gives her too much credit, but <laughs> just like the, the number two to someone. Yeah. So I get it. And I think Draco's the kind of guy like he, at least in the books. And I know that now in seven, he's slowly seems to be coming around just in that. He's less okay with all the death eater stuff going down. So right, maybe right. he'll have a, a turn at the end, but at least for most of the books, He's kind of seems like the dude who just like he wants to run the show and he seems like he would be very controlling like the kind of person that like I don't know I don't want to like I feel weird because like I don't want to talk mean about this <laughs> kid, but also he's like a pretend person right, but right. like he seems like he'd be the kind of guy to be like he would want to just have his girlfriend or significant other just do whatever he does yeah. and then the second she wants to do something he's like oh what a bitch it's like come on dude yeah, absolutely. Like, I can totally see him read. being that
0: Yeah, it's so weird though because they never even confirm in the books that they are going out it's just <laughs> heavily implied. right? So it's like, is a relationship a relationship or is it like she has a crush on him, does whatever he wants? Like, yeah. it's very, it's very weird. And I, I think that that's a
1: part of this, like, kind of the uneven, like, levels of uh, power in mm-hmm. the relationship where, like, it's not even a real relationship because Draco maybe doesn't respect her or want her enough and she's not a strong enough female to kind of um, advocate for it. So it's always this kind of unclear situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Ron, Hermione.
2: I. They're perfect. <laughs> They are very good. Uh, they would be like her. Their relationship versus her and Jenny's is like one A one B to me. Yeah. Um, I think Ron and Hermione are so good for each other. They're the like quintessential yin and the yang, where they're the exact opposite of each other, but they're exactly what each other needs. Yeah. Because Hermione is great and amazing and powerful, but can be a little too high strung. And Ron is also great and has good qualities, but he can also be way too chill at times. So I think that they balance each other out. I know uh, a couple of mine or a friend of mine who are. Two friends of mine who are married. It's a weird thing to like yeah. talk about. <laughs> um, two friends that I have that are married. They are that kind of thing where um, the the woman in the relationship she is more like not like she's more controlling and stuff. And the other the other dude he's like way more chill and stuff, yeah. but he's super okay with being just like lay back and like you do you and I'm happy along for the ride. And she's more like, I want things a certain way and they're perfect for each other. So I can see that kind of vibe in Ron and Hermione. And I just, I just think they're great. I love it.
1: okay good yeah. I got so mad at Jake her like
2: well there was this year or last year when she said oh I she like apologized for putting Ron and Hermione together and just should have been Harry and Hermione which is like
0: yeah okay which is
2: awful it's uh, I don't that like brings
0: me a little to like our fan fiction question okay. because have you read fan fiction I've only
2: read a couple just because I'm afraid of like Inherent Spoilers being in yeah, there. but yeah, I've been yeah. on two fan fiction podcasts um I one is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them they just do all types of fan fiction, um, but when they had me on, they did like a comedic, erotic one. It was, uh, I forget what the name of it was, but it starts with like the big, re- the first big reveal is that Harry and Voldemort are dating, but well, then there's a bigger plot twist. Uh, so I'll just like Leave it at that If you search for my episode yeah. of Anatomy, so find it there. I don't want to give away The second plot Because it's bonkers I did another one On the podcast Fangasm And that was a It was another Harry Voldemort pairing But it was all Themed around the song Toxic by Britney Spears Oh
1: my god amazing Where can we
2: find very this Very good Yeah <laughs> I, I'm sure if you google yeah. Harry Voldemort Toxic it'll show up And also It was an episode Of Fangasm That I was on You could search there Both of those Very silly Very ridiculous So the only The only fan fiction I've read are like Obnoxious erotic ones Right. Um, I've been recommended a bunch of ones that are good and not as erotic or not erotic at all. Um, I know there's one, it's called like something like Harry Potter, the scientist, something where they like put more science framework yeah. into Harry Potter, which I like, cause I used to be an engineer. Um, so a big complaint I have in the podcast is like, what are the rules of magic? Like, what are the rules of magic? They never define it. Yeah, How does it work? What can you, can and can you not do? Um, so there's stuff like that. So I want to do more fanfic. I'm excited. Especially if there's like, if Luna and uh, oh, no, you don't get find, together, I want to find, you can find that <laughs> okay, 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 okay.
0: the weirdest fan fiction I read that else said was uh, a Draco Hermione fan fiction where Draco was a vampire.
2: Interesting. And it
0: was very erotic.
2: I'm, I'm <laughs> you can sure. imagine. He's got the paleness, so it works. Yeah, no, that's
0: a popular pairing in the fan fiction world. Is
2: Hermione? Um,
0: yeah, whatever. I just that is. a couple named Hermione. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hate uh, it. <laughs> no, they don't make good. it. It's gross. In my repressed teenager days, while well, waiting for you know the new book to come mm-hmm. out, I really love the Marauder themed like set fan fiction where you get to see what's happening to like James.
2: And oh the yeah, serious.
0: Yeah. I like because then you can mm-hmm. actually like introduce new characters mm-hmm. and it's not not canon. Sure, know? totally. Yeah. yeah, I read so much fan fiction between books, and
1: then. Did you really? Slightly, yeah, for sure. And then I also had this book that just popped into my mind. It was called like What Will Happen in Book Seven, and oh, it was like cool. all of the theories of like how it was going to shake out in the end. Was that a literal published book? Literally a book. Wow! I remember oh, we did sweet. like um, I had like a high, uh, middle school or elementary school, or whatever, like school trip mm-hmm. to like a bookstore in the city, and then we went to like Olive Garden after. Nice. And at that bookstore, I found this book, and I was like, "This is my book," mm-hmm. and I bought it and I read it cover to cover like multiple times. Were they <laughs> Or
2: were they wrong with all the um,
1: some of them were correct. I cannot elaborate on what those are sure. for your benefit. I just
2: yeah, I just wanted to see if they were like no, they were wrong about everything.
1: But my at home stop and no, Prime it tomorrow. Fine, <laughs> yeah, I'll lend it to you when I'm home this weekend. It's really it was it was really good. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, back to other best and worst Harry Potter couples. Uh-huh. Ron and Lavender.
2: Uh, That's the worst. Not That's a, the worst. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. I, I feel, feel bad. I, I feel so bad for Lavender in it. I know she like starts as a not great person in the books because she's like kind of like petty and makes fun of Hermione and stuff. So she's not great. But still, like it's a pure, just like awful rebound situation that we've all either been in or seen someone do, and I, it just sucks. Um, uh, so yeah, not a big fan. I also yeah. like hated a little more just because I'm one thing that really bugs me is that in the movies she was originally cast as a black girl, yes. and then once she's important, like oh, now we've recast her as a white woman, it's yep. like, can we?
0: I know. And I I wanted to mention that. I don't know if you like saw that happen in the movies or heard
2: about it. I hate that. It's I I the one really the one big pitfall of Harry Potter is I don't think representation is that great and J.K. Rowling tries to act like it is, and it's not.
1: No. But J.K. Rowling also like backtracked in recent years and said that like Hermione she always envisioned as like a black. I call bullshit. Right. Of course she'll Right, of course in a twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen world, whenever you know she said that,
0: like Uh you could say that. to be fair, I lived in London for four years. Like the representation like London as a city is very diverse, sure, <laughs> but like the average person. British- British person going to school Mm -hmm. in a school like Hogwarts, it's not going to be equally represented. Like, most of England is white right (laughs) now. This is what people
2: say to me because on the podcast I'm not afraid of making this point and whatever and and talking about that especially with the Lavender thing and people will have, like, send me Twitter messages. Of course, it's all, like, MAGA white boys. Right. Um, And they're all like, well, actually, if you look at the, you know, uh, racial breakdowns of the UK like, well, it's like, yeah, cool. You know how many wizards are actually in the UK? Zero. So in this, like, magical pretend book, you can like, make up some minorities. It's okay. That's, hey, true. That's, that's true so Well you, you
1: had the token minorities You had the Patel twins mm-hmm. With, I did like Dean the Thomas, Patel You Thomas Who has
2: right. an absentee father Of course Yeah so So bad The only confirmed black yes. kid in the book Has an absentee father oh Can we not JK
0: Rowling? Also I hated the Patel twins Also and how they looked on the screen they showed up to the, the fucking Yule Ball In like I mean, oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. yeah Like bitch can go to Topshop <laughs> And buy a dress what uh, <laughs> why yeah.
2: and then of course they're turned so they have to say everything at the same time and walk Always. next to yes, each other their hair well, is in the
1: exact same like oh. braids how dare
2: they be different and individual people
1: right of right. course um, yeah. which is
0: very much yeah stereotype so, uh, yeah. I'm really curious about your thoughts on sex at Hogwarts because oh yeah I think there's no way it's not happening
2: well it's interesting because first of all I never went to a boarding school so I don't know how much like that goes down right. I'm assuming a like decent a amount (laughs) But the thing is There's no private rooms At Hogwarts Room requirement That is true But only like Certain people know about it I feel like if you know About the room requirement Like yo But otherwise All the other dorm buildings Are like It's like five people To a room Or like four or five people To a room So like That's hard Because it was one thing Where I was in school My dorm building It was doubles So like sex-hiling or telling your... Yeah. Telling, getting one roommate out is, like, that can be challenging enough. Imagine trying to get, like, three or four people out of a room for a set time. Like, it can't be easy. Yeah,
1: but, like, the common rooms, like, in the middle of the night, you know, you've got room these... closets. Yeah,
0: the, room the, closet. the, the houses. The one advantage is... The forbidden is, forest. You, <laughs>
2: true. And you've got Muffliato, which is enormous. Put like, me and
0: Elle anywhere. Put us in Hogwarts. We'll find it. <laughs> we'll find it. That's true.
2: Yeah. I think the other thing that's tricky <laughs> is, like... If you are a wizard and you're going through learning magic at the same time as you are going through puberty, like, do you focus more on magic or do you focus more on, like, discovering yourself or do you just do both and you just don't study or do your homework ever? I mean,
0: I get that they're, like, children slash young adult novels, Mm -hmm. so like, J.K. Rowling, there's no interest in her talking about hooking up or sex unless it's a very PG way. Right. Just just happening. Like, any 15-year-old anywhere. Let me tell you, British kids are fucking horny as shit. Yeah. So, like, (laughs) yes, no matter if they're in wizarding school or not, they're <laughs> I feel like
1: Harry and Cho's wet kiss at like. Uh, the
2: oh, well, it was wet because <laughs> of tears. That
1: was the <laughs> listen. That was the erotic peak of the Harry Potter <laughs> series. Oh. <Did> you?
0: <laughs>
2: Yes. Well, I think the they yeah. described the Ginny Harry kiss after the Quidditch match a bit more of like. Oh yeah, they went to secluded corner. Yeah, or, somewhere. No, no, it's like in the middle of everybody after the big. And then And then. And then. Oh, yeah, and then, and then and even when Hermione, when Harry's consoling Hermione, and then like Ron and Lavender tried to go specifically to an abandoned classroom. Like that was the first time I was like, oh.
0: Yeah. It's going down. It's,
2: yeah. So. And also
0: like protection wise like they need condoms, they need condoms right are they spell? just yeah
2: I don't know they were talking
0: right yeah. I
2: feel like there should be something I'm sure wizard condoms could be like or at least some sort of spell where you're like stop the you know <laughs> yeah
0: yeah okay the sixth book is the gaunts yes the gaunts gaunts Dumbledore dies in the sixth book, so Harry's going in his memories, mm-hmm. and they visit the Gaunt house. Uh, oh, and the Gaunts! Oh. Yes, I almost said Gaunts. I'm hearing like Gaunts with a C. Yes, wow. yes. Okay, the Gaunts, and yes. she becomes—I mean, she's a, she's a witch, mm-hmm. but then she becomes pregnant. But like oh. does she want to be pregnant? Like Voldemort's mom, and then yeah. he finds out kind of like the birth and the background of Voldemort. And the
2: whole like not consent at all thing with his dad. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. It's a bit
0: rapey. He's so, oh, it's
2: super rapey. It's super rapey. Yeah, like not even just a bit. It's like very uncomfortable. Yeah, which is like. The point, yeah, which is, so it's well written, but it's also like, oh,
0: again, but like, and then skirting over that idea because even reading it as a kid, I was like, this
2: isn't that big of a deal. She casts <laughs> a
0: spell, and it's fine, yeah, love spell. Well, I mean, love then even Romilda Vane
2: tries to do love potions on Harry, yeah, like, Caldons, yeah. and it's like, oh, dang, that's like, that's still not good, right?
0: Non consensual, yeah, not great, yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of like maybe some rape going on in the wizard world, but yeah. no one wants to talk about some roofies, yeah, know, a, no, it's, not, it's not a roofie, it's a potion.
2: Oh. Yeah.
0: That's crazy though, like, wh- where's a line of consent when you take a love
2: potion? I think you cross the line. There, it once there you is
0: yeah. one. Yeah, that's, you- that's coercion. Because
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> even if you're like using alcohol or whatever, like it's not like. The alcohol yes can like do certain things. Every everyone is affected differently by it, but it's not like you're giving someone a glass of whatever and you're like, "This is going to make you want to book." Right, right, that's right. right. Like love potion has a direct goal and a one particular thing that it does.
0: Why isn't it illegal though?
2: It should be. It should honestly, be. it totally should be. Even
0: Slughorn was like, "This is the most dangerous potion in here." Yeah, yeah so. I think
2: it 100 percent should be.
0: Right, but it's like when it's something
1: that you can just mix up on your own. It's not like a roofie or a control substance or something. Yeah,
2: Fred and George sell it in their store. Yeah,
0: right. So it's like, it's easier to get your hands on. Real question, Al. Love potions. You're a wizard. You're a witch. Would you buy one? Would you use it up? I like to think that my own charm is enough. Nice. So, <laughs> so we, we also did just go on the record saying, love potions are rupees. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, what, but should non- we though?
2: In, like, a non-Ruby thing, like, I don't know, at least for me, when I'm getting into, you know, intimacy, I get more off on, like, knowing that the person is enjoying it, like, genuinely. Not so. the rubies? <laughs>
0: well,
2: it's definitely, it's more about, like, being like, oh, I'm doing a good job because they're having a good time. Right. That's what, like, I'm, I Yeah, I yeah I'm the same.
1: I need to know it. that someone is, like, so into me mm-hmm. that he's, like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm the yeah. same. I need to know that like, <laughs> that night <turned> or not. <laughs> it's not the same, L it's <laughs> <that> the same what <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, every guy should be like. Especially because, like, women are not, like, a button or a switch. You can't really just turn them on and off. It's, yeah, feel it's like harder. It. There's also no,
2: like, proof. With a dude, it's, like, pretty easy to tell. Yeah, uh, yeah. For ladies, you know, you, people can fake it. But I've, like, ex- like me and my girlfriend showed up. I was, like, never fake it. If I, like, if yeah. I fuck up, tell me I fuck up. It's all right. I'm going to use it as a learning tool. Like, never lie to me.
1: We are adamantly against faking it. And we've spoken about this. Against on. faking it. Against yeah. faking it. That's yeah. what I said. And we are... And we've spoken about this on several episodes. There's how
2: Like no good comes from it. Right,
1: exactly. Like, don't give someone the satisfaction of thinking that they've done a good job mm-hmm. and then of going out in the world thinking that that works when it doesn't.
2: Yeah, there's no point. I yeah. don't understand why.
1: Yeah. Snape <laughs>
2: No The is already no, Whoever it is <laughs>
1: Okay Thoughts on Snape and Lily Versus James and Lily I don't know that
2: James and Lily Lily is great either Just because He seems like a douche
1: Yeah um,
2: But again We don't get to see Like the time between Or at least I haven't Heard about the time between When he was kind of a jerk And they didn't like each other In that flashback Versus like where they end up now Maybe he has a big 180 Maybe he becomes great But the Snape thing Just seems like the classic Like Woe is me Sad dude Friend zone kind of thing. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, I'm gonna hate their kid because like I had a big crush on her and I was nice to her. Thus she has to date me. Like I'm entitled to her love. It just I just get really bad people who think the friend zone is a real thing vibes from it and it makes me super uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, I hate Snape. I've always hated yeah, Snape. I, do, I was yeah. on the record saying I hate Snape. I mean, but he's a always fan. a dick. And yes, he's always been that like weird guy in the corner like never got over Lily. Yeah. And it's it's not attractive. Okay, but I
1: have to say when you um
0: place. it's it's in yeah. no it's in it's an aquamancy. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, the
2: flashback where James is being a shit. Right,
1: right. It's like I see James and I'm like, okay, this is a frat douche, mm-hmm. right? Like this mm-hmm. is your classic frat boy, totally. Like, who's like total jerk and like maybe he's like sweet like behind closed doors, like mm-hmm. maybe you know some great pillow talk going on or whatever. But outwardly, he's a dick. <laughs> Snape is this like forlorn, sensitive, greasy, greasy
2: sad boy. <laughs> His main adjective.
1: <laughs> Hashtag sad boy. <laughs>
0: right. No. And so I can just relate to a sad boy, and Do I'm not like, make Snape out to be a hip. Hipster, okay, it's not. It's the, not. The snake. only Wait, just, okay. Snape is the original hipster. No, Absolutely
2: no. not. I will die on the hill. Like Lupin, oh Lupin is probably more of the hipster. Out yes. I think
1: agree. the one. Lupin is they daddy. are not mutually exclusive. They can <laughs> it's his both his daddy. be hipsters.
2: Uh, the, uh, Lupin
1: is daddy, though.
2: <laughs> Especially with that mustache. <laughs> I think that the one character arc that I could see for James and we just have to see it is like uh, Steve from Stranger Things, where he definitely starts as a jerk and like most of a jerk through season one and then like has a redeeming quality at the very end of season one. And then all of season two is just like objectively like very nice. So like I could see and that was only like a year. So like maybe James has the exact same character arc. Yeah, and maybe his hair is just as good, so, you know. Okay.
0: His hair is great, and I think everyone wants to go with the guy who's popular, even though like you hate him, you know? <laughs> See, I hated oh, all I the popular didn't. boys. I hated all the popular boys in them high school. Words. And I as still hate them. <laughs> I hate the boys now, who I know were popular mm. boys in Same. high school. Yes. But, like, yep, yep, also yep, James Potter yep. didn't go to mm. my high school, so I yeah. can't say for sure this what it
2: would be feeling. It's something we talked about also on Punch <laughs> Up the Jam. I don't know if you was to that podcast, but it's very good. Um, but me, Miel, and Demi talked about how, like, I was not attractive in high school and I think that that helped me because it made me like develop a personality Same. and sense of humor etc and you're right like I can see people whether or not they're attractive now I feel like it's pretty easy to weed out the person who like at least was hot in high school or college or both and didn't have to like develop yeah an identity at all and yeah. you just like coast it off that and it's like oh now you're just like very boring like everyone on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette is like that person Yeah, yeah. like you watch the shows and you're like these people are like loose leaf pieces of paper e- they're just like nothing yeah. it's terrifying to think and like watch those shows and be like they're like
0: 24 23 25 like
2: they're
0: like in our age there's people,
2: range there's people that are like 30 yeah. and they're still like that
0: yeah. that's insane that's more scary That's it's,
2: oh it's ridiculous yeah like grown ass people that act like they're 14 years old <laughs> I mean terrifying. I like
0: my personal it's fine, but like, I don't know if I would change <laughs> in exchange for luxe,
1: who knows? You don't think news. it's
0: worth it? Is that worth it's worth it? it? Uh,
1: no, so speaking of, from the perspective of someone who was hot in high school, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I still had a personality, so I don't know. I don't know which subset I fit into. I
0: don't know, yeah. L, you were popular in high school. I wasn't popular, I was just hot. You, you were hot? I was hot, so popular boys liked me, but I was not popular. Yeah, I mean, you were always like a nerd on the inside. Yes. Yeah. You were I like just, lame
1: as hell. Right. I was like all oh, honors right. classes, president of like that's environmental you, club. Like, yep. you know, so I don't know. I was like this weird in between. I Maybe I kept you grounded. <laughs> Maybe you did.
2: It's good. Friends help. Friends really do.
1: Are you saying I would have been popular without you? No I'm no no. saying
2: that. But then you would have been worse. I now.
1: denounce our friendship. You would have been worse. Yeah, now. you would have no, been worse. That's been, true. Yeah. And imagine yeah.
0: me worse. <laughs> I literally can't. <laughs> Worst version of yourself. Oh my god! Thanks. Okay, now we're gonna get personal. Okay. So uh you told us a little bit about how you met your girlfriend. Yes. You guys did long distance.
2: We did for two years.
0: Oh Jeez. my god.
2: Not great. Yeah, especially when it's like I was in Seattle, she was in New York, so like six-hour flight, and you have to take red eyes and stuff like that. So we were just really good about. Trying to, you know, make sure we always Skype for, even if it was just like 10 minutes or something, like always try to do it and see each other. We would really try to shoot for Skyping for like 30 minutes to an hour every day. And then we would always made sure to, um, you know, see each other. Like don't go like more than two months without seeing each other.
0: So, do you guys have an end date when you're doing long distance or just like whatever?
2: We there, so there were, certain, there. there were certain things I was looking at where when I moved out to Seattle, work gave me a relocation package. Um, and basically if I stayed for one year, I got to keep half of it. And I stayed for two years, I got to keep all of it. Bit. so like the minimum was a year because i was like it's a decent chunk of money so i knew i was going to save for at least a year and basically once i hit that one year mark i started looking for jobs in new york and it just took a long time yeah i had a lot of like interviews that would get to like the last round and then it would fall through or yeah. whatever so that took longer than expected we were shooting for more between like a year and a year and a half and then it ended up being like exactly two years like two years in one day so wow. but it was nice because then i got to keep that full relocation bonus which is yeah. super sweet yeah um
0: What's the longest yeah. you've gone
2: without seeing each other? I, I don't think we ever went more than two months. We okay. were fortunate that both our families live in Texas, mm-hmm. um, so for holidays it was really easy to go back and then we just always found excuses to either I would fly out to her or she'd fly out to me or we'd both fly out to the same city and we would just always try to plan in advance for whatever we could do to see each other. Um, and I had done long distance before with with previous relationships and it was garbage yeah. um, and with her with my girlfriend now it was just it was just different. Um, yeah. And it, it it was easier to tell like that it was meant to be. So we both put more work into it and we knew that it was going to end eventually. Like we, even though we didn't have an end date in mind, we had an end, like I'm going to get to New York at some point yeah. and then it's going to be better. And that was like a nice, like light at the end of the tunnel to have.
0: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. really important because mm-hmm. I, I think we've both done long distance. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. not easy.
1: No. And, Especially if
2: you don't have like an end goal in mind.
1: Yeah. yeah. And my long distance was when I was in college, um, I went to school upstate. My boyfriend went to school upstate as well, but mm-hmm. we went to school three hours apart. Oh, so gross. the way that we, yeah, the way that we managed the long distance was like talking on the phone every day, like FaceTiming whenever we could. Um, and then he would come visit me or I'd go visit him at school like mm-hmm. every other weekend or so. Yeah. Um, and I think the longest we went was maybe like. Two or three weeks. Um, We were from the same hometown, so, like, that made it easy, too, but, like just the, like, weeks in between were, like, really hard. Um, and especially when you're in college, you're, like, super, like, needy and, like, emotionally, like, ungrounded. And so
0: I, like, listen to that. I'm like, oh, my God, that's nothing. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I mean, I, I had, like, a long-term boyfriend who was British. And I lived there for four years, of course. So we met at uni, and everything was totally fine until I went home in the summer. We mm-hmm. were three months apart. Uh, and, yeah, it's it's just the worst. But, yeah. of course, we did, like, other things. Skyping. Skype Skyping. Sex, <laughs> yeah. sexy. <Psyche>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love a good Skype sex, but I also wonder who else is watching. <laughs> the government. <laughs> okay, okay. So I was like weirdly paranoid I about
0: that. I recently read about something. I don't, okay, don't ask why I'm like researching this, but when you're Facetiming someone, they can now record you without you knowing. What? Mm. Yes. So like when you put like record screen time on your iphone yeah. they can now like if you facetime someone they can you can just record that side of the conversation oh my god that's is like nothing going. sacred nothing is sacred and that's, oh, that's saying hurt per- like the other person yeah, 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 so, yeah. like yeah. if like you know i Skype text you like <laughs> it would just it would it would you could record it and then save it forever and i would never know there's no like notification that's um, that's super there's creepy there's no trust. Why? Yeah, that's too much power. It's too much power.
2: Yeah. But and that's like, why if you ever do it, you have to do somebody like super duper dressed.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was even scared of like snapchatting my boyfriend like nudes. Like Yeah, your boyfriend's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and and he was in a frat. So <laughs> I was just like, uh, what if things go south? I mean you'd so have like to if you do do that,
2: and I never did it because same thing, I was so afraid, but like, yeah. you have to have to strict like no screenshot rules, and if you screenshot once up, we done.
1: Yeah. Literally I, mean, I had it, that rule good. and there was one time he screenshotted, like, and I was just like delete it now, we're working up. Right. Like, yeah,
2: it's a violation of trust. And like, yes, you could say like, oh, he could say like, it's not a big deal. But like, it speaks to his character. If right. you, you know, no matter how silly the thing is, and I don't think that's silly, but you could have a rule that's super silly. If he disobeys something that you've laid down as something that's important to you, that is a red flag. Yep. Like it can Absolutely. just can be the red flag to something bigger. So yeah. yeah.
0: And it's an interesting argument to say like, well, if they didn't want it to be seen, why even take that photo anyways? Uh, no, no, I, no. It's different. Different. Totally different. So different when you're sending it under the, the pretext
1: of disappearing picture that's gonna be gone in four seconds versus them having it for life and having it at their disposal to do what they please. With. Yeah. so would you do you send notes or anything? No. I literally don't send uh wait. No, nah. <laughs> briefly did after that relationship with someone else that I was seeing for a short time after. Sounds really special. But it was (laughs)
0: He's
2: my husband.
1: We're married now. (laughs) No, no, no. Okay. It was a very short period of time. That person never violated by screenshotting anything. Good. So I still feel okay with it x amount of time later,
0: um, but like not
1: for a very long time since.
0: I'm like nervous to do it sometimes. Like I have like a feel good moment, or I was like, yeah, I just got back from Pilates, like I'm looking good, and then I'll take a hot photo of myself, and then just like nothing. Just, <laughs>
1: just <laughs> drag it into my just eyes only. Just it's fine. Instantly Progress pics. Go to recently deleted. Delete. <laughs>
2: You're still have 30 days. No, get rid of it now.
1: Throw my phone out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Take a barrier. Just shatter the screen. Flush it down the toilet. Call Apple. Get insurance. <laughs> 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 Reported as missing.
0: <laughs> open a police case <laughs> 12 pending investigations like <laughs> done that all but not for dudes <laughs> no it's just it's I don't know like I, just, I don't trust men
2: sorry trust sorry. no one Yeah, most like, men are trash so yeah, that's true you're I mean, well within your right
1: and I'll take like a like a sports bra like you know like thirst post workout <laughs> thirst trap yeah or pre workout thirst trap I don't discriminate um, but whenever my abs look good really is when the time is right time but is, still yeah. I guess maybe part of me is like who's screenshotting this and I guess I'll never know
0: well we talked about this before and I can't even remember what episode we talked about Jennifer Lawrence I said like if I like because her nudes got leaked right. and a bunch of other celebrities and right. I was like well to be fair enough if I look like Jennifer Lawrence I would take these like, oh, too. <laughs> like I'm not afraid of those nudes leaking yeah right
1: well, like Good PR, it's great PR. No news is bad news when you look like J Law. <laughs> uh,
0: but you have you had any fangirls like crazy fangirl moments?
2: Um, I don't think so. Uh, thankfully, like, podcast people are like super chill. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: they are, it's a great community, yeah.
2: They're super nice. Like, no one's been like weird or like because I did the whole like, I did YouTube and then I did Vine and then I did podcast. I feel like the communities got like nicer as it went. Like, YouTube people would leave me comments all the time be like, You're ugly, you're dumb, you know, really? Whatever. Oh, 100%. What was your um, YouTube channel? Um, it was just me, like, I started when I was in high school, and I wasn't old enough to do uh, stand-up at bars. So I just basically, like, told stories that, like, would have been stand-up sets right. if I was old enough. Right. And just, like, video blogs and stuff right. like that. Did
0: you have the bull cut,
2: though? Uh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean. yeah, more warranted. Um, but, yeah, I don't think I – I never had any, like, weird creepy fangirl thing where people were, like, overstepping their boundaries. I definitely had people, you know – do the thing where you know you'd comment like I've had people where any I posted a vine they'd be like you're so hot or whatever, but like never where I got to a next step where I felt uncomfortable right. or anything strange like that.
0: Yeah, that's, you're so hot. Comment so comfortable. Like I hate. <laughs> exactly. I hate when people I get tell all
1: me all, I'm all hot. the time. Like- <laughs> That's the one thing. That's the one downside of being anonymous is that there are no creepers in our DMs calling us hot. Yeah. Because I could do with the ego boost some days. Some
0: days. <laughs> We've opened up our, our Gmail. We're like, anyone sends a bit dick pics, but no.
1: Yeah. No day. dick pics yet. Maybe one day. One day. One can dream. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's how you know you've made it
1: well Mike thank you so much for coming on we had such a fun time yeah, with you yeah this is great thanks
2: for having me appreciate it
0: uh, tell our listeners where they can find you sure
2: um, so the Potter the Harry Potter podcast I've talked about is called Potterless if you just search for Potterless or Potterless podcast anywhere it'll show up I also run a basketball podcast called Horse which is everything about the NBA except for the actual sport so it's just like player drama Twitter beefs the uniforms the court designs all the silly stuff and again just search Horse podcast anywhere and if you want to find my individual Stuff. Everything is at shoobs seventeen s c h u b e s one seven.
0: Amazing! Awesome! So thanks for joining us, and remember, listeners, to go on notyourgirlfriendspodcast dot com. Put any stories or hilarious dating situations you've been in lately. <laughs> yeah, DMs with your ish. And if you enjoyed this episode, definitely let us know in any way or form. Hopefully, you're Harry Potter fans, and if you're not, sorry you.
2: <laughs> You have not made it this far in the episode. You've not made it this far. (laughs) (laughs) No. And
0: if you have, maybe take a leaf out of Mike's book and start it up. Yeah. Uh, It's not too late. They're good.
2: They're good books. They're great
0: books. Uh, Any powerless listeners we have, check out all our old stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening,
1: guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.